You're listening to Opacity, a podcast about working in design. Good morning, Tom. How are we today? Good morning, Craig. I'm splendid. How are you? Good. I got my fresh cup of coffee. I recently got a coffee grinder, um, so I, I get my whole beans. I grind my beans. I do my nice Chemex pour over. You know, oh, it's oh, nice very fancy. Two times a day ritual. Nice. I saw you. You've you've collated like a a spreadsheet or a Notion doc or something of all the coffee suppliers, local coffee suppliers or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the kind of Irish based uh, coffee roasters or coffee suppliers or whatever. But yeah, more like local local ones. So yeah, very good. Yeah, that's was, was for myself just to because um, yeah, I mean, there's a ton of them. There's a there's a rich kind of coffee activity in Ireland that is something I, I didn't expect when, when moving here. Um, You're expecting shamrocks and the shamrocks and tea with <laughs> tea with milk and all that tea with some like expect uh, turf floating in the, in the <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're not all no, the quiet man. So yeah, no, yeah, the, the hipster, the hipster coffee culture is, is real. Oh, it is. Oh. It's, yeah, it's so yeah, I've, I've been trying to kind of recreate some of that at home like i always was a a Chemex guy but uh i've got like my thing of coffee and i've got my beans and then i have a few different varieties and i sort of put the the label into the beans to basically say what's on what's on what's the, what's the word it's on the menu what's being brewed this all what's right. being brewed like these days or something I'm, I'm i'm thinking about going all out and putting like a a menu on the board with some varieties and it's just, just for to you. Go. It's just like it's just an activity yeah. just to make it. It'll make your it it'll, it'll make yeah. your uh, workspace look interesting as well. Yeah, got my little cafe. Yeah, just a cafe workspace. I I did actually get a chalkboard, uh, like this adhesive chalkboard for the wall, hmm. which is great. Um, seen other people doing that, so I got my. We've got our our meal plans for the week, so all of our meals we want to cook and uh, things to do, big things to get done this week. And then important for me, like things to know. So as a as an American in Ireland, things like temperature conversions or like if you're cooking or baking, like uh, measurement conversions, which mm. are always problematic. So I have the conversions up there. So 350 degrees Fahrenheit equals 176 Celsius. So I know how to what to bake uh, and put my oven at or like one US cup is eight or well, I know it's eight ounces, but 236 milliliters or something. So I think I'm actually probably wrong on it because cups vary. But yeah, anyway, so good stuff. Are, that's 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 my exciting life. Sounds practical. It sounds very exciting. Uh, it sounds thrilling, it really. Um, yeah, but I guess like what you're doing here is, uh, you know, organizing your life and creating moments for yourself as well. This is something you can look back on. Ooh. It's a nice segue. <laughs> it is. Well, actually, actually, this is 100% related to, to what we want to talk about today, because the idea of, of memory and what we remember about about times and uh, well, we'll get into it. But um, mm. there's a book called The Power of Moments, which some of you may have heard of. Uh, I read probably last year at some point and really enjoyed it. Um, definitely recommend the book. Um, but part of part of what it, what's kind of I think it's probably towards the beginning of the book is this idea of memory and and how do you create memories and what what is like memorable if you look back on mm-hmm. a period of your life and i think we all have experienced you know since march or whatever or just this past year has been uh like it's gone by so fast it's like it's like it's already it's already the end of november almost mm. uh and and it feels like it was just march the other day um and that they, they talk about how also later in life 
uh, it feels like it speeds up because uh, there's not as much like memory creation. Like you're not, your life gets more in a routine. Hmm. It's the same day in, day out. So you're not creating new memories. And so it just feels like it's flying by. Um, so that is exactly uh, what I'm trying to do is break things up and make make activities uh, at home to make. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the time I... I went all in on hipster coffee culture uh, in my kitchen, <laughs> but like, yeah. So, so career-wise, it's it's the same, yeah, the same kind of same kind of idea. That's interesting. I haven't read the book now, but I, like, I have some thoughts on this this kind of thing in general, just from life. I suppose my own personal experience. So mm-hmm. maybe I haven't like yeah. technically thought about it and categorized it and stuff in the same way that the book would. But mm-hmm. I am, um, yeah, with memory, I, like. It's, you, you don't know, but I I'd imagine this year will pre- be pretty memorable for people. Like assuming this is a, a change next year. There's a, a, it's kind, kind of, of unforgettable, really, isn't it? I mean, you might not remember all the nuances of all the things that happened, but a lot of things have happened this year that are kind of f- feels like it feels now like it'll be hard to forget it. It may feel memorable, but uh, I th- I would say I think the, the repetitive nature and the lack of change, like we're all generally in the same the same four walls every mm. day we're not even going to work and seeing different people or seeing you know some weird people in the street or whatever that that's you know create little memories for us like we're just seeing the same few faces every day yeah uh the same walls the same things the same whatever it's all the same like so one big memory what's breaking up the days it's it's a memory of one big day <laughs> yeah i think it's like remember oh 2020 was the year that everything was was fucking terrible <laughs> but like who knows maybe 2021 will be worse and 2020 will be like the last uh the last, you know, moment of peace or whatever. But yeah. anyway, so don't want to go down that route. Yeah. So, um, so what kind of stuff? Like, what are the kind of some of the main things from the book, like that you that you'd well, like to cover? I think. I mean, I think it might be interesting uh, as a little experiment here to ask you, like, close your eyes, Tom. Okay. Get 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 in in a zone here. Like thinking back, you know, when you, I guess, go back to where you started working. Mm-hmm. You started. You started the grind. The daily grind of work, um, you know, even before before design, go deeper, mm-hmm. deeper. <laughs> You're trying to hypnotize uh, me here, <laughs> and and think about like what are what are the moments that stand out? Like what jumps out from from your career? Like are there any are there any specifics or any kind of general things that come to mind? Yeah, I think there are kind of like there are milestones that um, are hard to. Or you know, easy to remember. So stuff like you know, going to college, graduating from college, um, the interviews for the first job that I had, and then you know, even some things like that, or just like my first presentation on my own, which was terrifying and didn't go well. Um, so that's kind of something that kind of just pops into my brain every time I'm feeling pretty good about myself. <laughs> you know, you get one of those things in the back of your brain mm-hmm. going, "Hey, take it down a peg," because uh, remember that time that you messed up. <laughs> Um, what other stuff? Um, yeah, it's that's it's a good that's a good question. There are, there are lots of things like interesting projects that I worked on. I'm kind of have to think back now. When I try and recall them, I can I can go into more detail. I can remember the nuanced detail, but it's mm-hmm. kind of like there's some high there's some highlights that you can kind of like think of, recall, and then when you really think about them, you can start remembering some details or think you can. But are you looking mm-hmm. for the specifics of those details right now? No, no. I think I think even even what you said there is great. I mean, you you, you mentioned milestones, big things like graduating college, so these like big high points. Mm. Uh, you mentioned some low points, like yeah. a presentation that went went didn't go well, 
And you mentioned like first first things like the first time the same thing with the presentation the first time doing a presentation and it also didn't go well like so i assume that's a super memorable thing that will stick with you for for probably most of your life yeah um yeah so the book i mean the book talks about i guess three things is times of transitions and change so you know like the starts and the ends mm -hmm. you know the time you got your first job or maybe the time you ended that job you hated uh whatever that those kind of transition moments maybe at the time you moved from something else into design like that kind of period of life mm -hmm. uh, low points that you wish you could forget like just things that were terrible you know if you ever got fired if you ever mm -hmm. got in an argument with a boss whatever all those kind oh, yeah, of things yeah. uh, or like had some traumatic experience obviously those those things stick with you uh, and then high points like just stuff that you felt really high on like you know mm -hmm. you got praise from somebody that you didn't expect or or um you know, you had some you had some project that was wildly successful and you didn't expect it, you know, those kind of high points. Like so those are kind of the three buckets that that they talk about in the book mm. um, that make mem like memorable professional experiences, but, but really any any kind of a experience. Yeah, that's 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 interesting. When I'm when, when I hear that type of stuff and when I think about this kind of thing, like obviously we're talking about work related stuff there. Right? Or else it's work slash life achievements, right? Like I feel the same way about life in a way. Like so, say mm -hmm. things like that. You have milestones, and you know, you meet you meet might meet a partner, and you know, all that type of stuff. You might get married, you might have kids, and stuff. These are all all um, high points, you know. But then having kids, I notice it a lot, right? Because if you if you've got especially young kids, and you meet someone a relative that you haven't seen in a while. The first thing they say is like, oh, they've gotten so big. They look so different. And you're kind of like, mm. oh, yeah, kind of. But you're there with them every day, mm. right? So you see it. You don't note, notice the incremental change because it's just happening in front of your eyes. So even if I look back at photos of the kids, you know, when they were much younger, I kind of like, I can't believe I can't remember. They looked like that. You know, I don't remember them being that size or, you know, acting that mm -hmm. way. And I think that's something that I also feel in work as well, right? Because you're just you're, you're doing stuff. Uh, day to day you're pushing things forward but it's a slower pace it's almost like a growing child you know so it's kind of like the progress is being made but it sometimes takes you have to step back and re and look at a snapshot of what it was like before and mm -hmm. and what it where it is now almost like a photograph of like here it was last year yeah. here it is this year and then then you can kind of appreciate the how think how far things have come along, and I think that's something that mm -hmm. that I don't do very well. I don't al always kind of like celebrate those little victories as well. They happen as well. Just kind of like keep mm -hmm. on going. All right, yeah, let's get let's move on. There's always something new to do, but um, yeah. I do think that feels like I equate the two, and I've like even re recently in in work we there's a big kind of milestone in work, and I noticed it because I'm relatively new. I'm there about a year and a bit, maybe a year and a half now in the company. And I noticed it because it was a big change from where we were and where we are now, but we're all very busy. So there was a photo that I kind of looked back. I just started thinking about and look back over some of the workshops and stuff that we had initially. And I just shared it around to the team. And I was like, this, can you believe this was a year ago? Like, it's very, it's very mm. easy to forget where we are now, but like, this is where we exactly. were before and here's where we are now. Yeah. So well done. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This should be like a, an annual, like collection of screenshots of just like, like put in the folder, like this is, the, the the 2020 roundup of where we are now and then review that at the end of the year just for fun be yeah. like look where we were like look at our what our whatever like look what our design system looked like look what our whatever this thing look what our our ui was like yeah you know anything uh and just like look where we were a year ago and appreciate kind of kind of the the change that have that have come in yeah because you do forget like you're just in the moment uh you're not thinking about it you don't see all the changes the day-to-day -day stuff and then you realize oh we've, we've actually done a shitload this 
yeah. period. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think, um, you know, like I use Google Photos and stuff, and, and that, that's quite good at like reminding you. I think Facebook does mm. it as well. Like they remind you of memories and stuff. And mm-hmm. it sounds like, you know, they can be hit or miss, but it's actually quite an interesting idea where it's kind of basically like, look back seven years ago, and here's, here's what yeah. happened. This happened this day seven years yeah. ago. And you kind of yeah. go, oh, I completely forgot about that. Or, you know, sometimes it's it's a mixture of, of results. Sometimes it's just kind of like, oh, whatever. But sometimes you might see some go, wow, that was seven years ago. I can't believe that, mm-hmm. you know. I, I love that. That's one of my favorite uh, things from, from, from Google. Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I like the photos. Like, it's, it's a fun thing. But yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, 15 years ago, here's a photo. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> God, fifteen years is. <laughs> I know that's it's, it's also it's scary. It's also scary, yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but it helps you uh, come to terms with with where you're at. Yeah. So, so I guess um, to be to focus on this topic a little bit more. Um, so you know, looking on thinking about memories, thinking about these memorable moments in our in our careers, it made me think a, a little while back, uh, and I wrote an article about this um, that we'll link to in the in the notes here if, if anybody's interested, kind of to to dig a little deeper in this but um, I was thinking about this this idea of moments and obviously like you can you can use this in different ways I was thinking about it in terms of the impact that designers can have on an organization mm-hmm. thinking about this this moment creation um, and that's sort of I mean a lot of people talk about design impact uh, and it feels to me not that any of the conversation out there is necessarily wrong I think it's just a, a spin that I try to take with this. It's a bit different. And the general conversation I see out there is the impact, like a designer's impact always kind of ends in like pro- like impacts on a product or impacts on a user experience or whatever. It's very kind of like a, a tangible uh, end result um, that, that you're trying to get to, and um, which I think is fine and obviously important and 100% valid. Mm-hmm. What I was thinking with this idea of moments is how how designers can have impact like in the now in I know we've talked about this before but in the journey you know how do you how do you have an impact on yourself and your own career how do you impact your team how do you impact other teams that that come into contact with you as an individual or with your design team and how thinking about creating memorable moments could actually drive kind of more organizational impact impact across teams like how can you impact an engineering team by creating some some defining moment for them mm-hmm. or how can you impact if you if you manage somebody how can you impact that individual through creating a defining moment for them mm-hmm. so it's it's really kind of a i guess more of an organizational thing than like a than a product thing and making that organization stronger through creating just just enjoyable like like you know you want you want things to be memorable you don't want work like work is i think by default kind of bland right like you go to work every day you you sit well, we used to sit in meetings now we sit in zoom calls which is even more bland um you know it's repetitive open the same things open look at slack open figma do the do the work mm. like check your list go to jira all those kind of all those kind of things like are repetitive so yeah. how can you as a designer and designers are i think well suited for this because especially those who are kind of you know, like to facilitate workshops and, and do things like that. Um, you know, you're well suited to think about creating, like creating experiences essentially for coworkers and for other people at your organization. Mm. So that's kind of the angle I was thinking about impact yeah. as it relates to moments. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I think I'm just thinking back and as you were saying this, some experiences that I've had, maybe that would take this box, not, not necessarily like driven by me, 
but similar to what you're talking about here. So I think some people are more people focused than others. So I think more some people are mm. are are more suited to do this type of thing to to be the kind of the, the agent of moments or whatever you know you could talk about agents of change and stuff right so some examples mm-hmm. that i can remember are like just people who are very people focused and making sure they're bringing bringing the team together and like celebrating things and having like you know non-standard days uh you know like a creative day or something like that where you basically just don't do work and you do things that are creative and then you share it with the team and and, and, and that kind of thing and also i remember you know, kicking off on a, a big project that we we're working on, the same project that I mentioned earlier, where all the scrum team got together. This we had like a basically three day kickoff where we all just got to know each other. You know, you'd kick off, you'd kind of check in in the morning and kind of say, you'd you'd give a new piece of information about yourself. Hey, I'm Tom. And my favorite album is this. Or hey, I'm Tom. And you know, if if I could be anywhere in the world, or if I could be doing anything at all right now, it would be this. Uh, or if I wanted to go on holiday, my dream holiday is this thing, right? So it's kind of like, it sounds, it can kind of sound tedious, but it's actually really good because like, say the music, for example, someone else will mention like an album, like, and like I listen to kind of a niche type of music and someone else men- mentions like loving this album. And I was just like, ah, so there's a connection straight away, right? Whether we, whether mm-hmm. he knows it or not, he's saying something that I resonate with. And there's this, there's this invisible connection between the two of us, even though we haven't talked about it yet. I think some people are just really good at that and they're, they tend to be more people focused type of person in my experience mm-hmm. now I'm not saying that we that you just got to rely on those people to do all that we obviously we all have a part to play in this so are there any examples that you can think of that are any things that you've done say for example that feel like they tick this box of what you're talking about yeah I I think um, yeah one thing that stands out in, in a previous uh, previous workplace was um, it was actually it was actually before I read this but it was when looking back it was purely moment creation. Mm. Um, there was a transition going on in the company. There was some kind of shifts, uh, leadership shifts um, that happened. There was sort of a shift in the, not not kind of a pivot of the company, but a, a shift in focus of the company. Mm. Um, and, you know, there's different ways to roll that out. Like you can just roll it out and be like one day, you know, send an email, send an email to all staff. This is the new stuff. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, be aware of it. Um, thank you for joining us on this wonderful journey. Send like that is the opposite of obviously creating a, a, a defining and memorable moment. Mm. Um, so what what we did was plan an event. You know, we planned a day. It was a day we we brought in remote, you know, staff members from from outside the company mm. uh, or sorry outside outside the country to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a whole day of activities, a day of planning, a day of kind of fun, like much more interactive than we than we were normally. Um, and we had kind of a party around it too. Like we created this whole, I think it was like a two day thing, um, all around this transition with, with fun presentations from different people at the company. So it was this whole thing. And, and I hope that that was a memorable experience for people. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was, I don't have any data to prove it was, but it was memorable for me as one of the people kind of helping to put this together. Yeah. Um, but it was very people focused. It was, it was focused on this kind of mission, mission change kind of in a way of like we're going in this direction to make that direction successful we need people to be on board and to, mm. to get people on board let's let's make something interesting let's let's not just do it the way that it's always been done mm. and, you know it was a small it was a relatively small company so it was easy to relatively easy to do that um so that's one that stands out that obviously takes took a little bit of investment but you know um even thinking about myself and like what what other people have done that have made things memorable for me, like mm. um, 
you know, it can be really light and can be really simple. It can be, you know, in a, in a, in an all hands meeting, somebody mentions you by name, uh, and calls out something that you contributed to like that, yeah. that little thing, like literally one sentence yeah. can stick with people. Like you, you, you can remember, like, I'm amazed, like single sentences that I remember from, from years and years ago, if somebody said this yeah. and it's like, it's lodged somewhere in my brain, <laughs> like, um, and that could be for good or for worse. Like, like it can be, yeah, yeah. it can go both ways. Um, but like, so these can be like little teeny tiny things or they can be big grandiose fly everyone to, to Cancun for, for spring break. So people still do that. <laughs> we don't do that over here, but it sounds great. If someone's, if someone's wants to fly me over, that sounds cool when everything's died down. Yeah. Um, I, I think, um, yeah, I think that like that stuff is resonating with me and and I, I do take the I think it's a good approach if so, especially if something's big change if a big change is happening then it makes sense to make an event of it right and get everyone on board and stuff mm -hmm. but maybe there are I think a lot of stuff that happens day to day can be something you can't make a big deal of everything right because then everything's a big deal and you're taking people's time mm -hmm. but if there are cool. significant things or there are milestones or you know like, like celebrating success or kicking something off uh you say that, that that example that I gave of this kicking off with the scrum team, like I got to know those team and stuff. Like that. If that didn't happen, it wouldn't have. It, we would have got the job done okay, right? But it wouldn't have been as seamless because mm -hmm. we have all these things to talk about now. As we, you know, we kind of know each other a bit better and stuff. So I thought that was a really good way of of kicking it all off. Everyone on the same page as well. We kind of said, like, you know, we even went through exercises of saying, you know, what is what what's our mission and like what, how do we want to work together? What are our values as a team and all like this? I thought it was great, right? Really good. So I would, re I would, I'd recommend doing that again with other teams in the future. Not to take, not to take credit for it. I didn't drive it, but um, so I wonder, are there things that we can do, like on an ongoing basis, like just like that, celebrating su the success, trying to keep snapshots of befores and after, like being proactive about it. Say, you know, as you're doing, if you're doing workshops or something at the start of a project, capture loads of photos and try and remember that, or timestamp them, or stick them in Google Photos or whatever, and then bring them up back up again to the team later. You know, do things, do things like that. Like, here's where we were before. Remember this because we're all in, in the grind. You know, you're kind of like going through all the details. It's very hard when you're like almost like, you know, in, in total first person view to remember there's a wider team and there's a wider mission and, you know, you've actually moved things along. And um, I think maybe the things like that that we can do to just, you know, mm -hmm. remind our teams and remind ourselves. Oh, actually, something else you said that remind me is, is around the praise or, uh, you know, getting recognition. I think that's really important. Like, I think, like, I like recognition. I think most people respond well to it. Like, they kind of, even if they get a bit embarrassed at the time, I think it's a really good thing to do. And, and obviously, everyone's different, right? So some people don't like being called out and especially having to give speeches or any of that type of stuff. But... I think if it's kind of like uh, giving recognition is very important. And you reminded me when you're saying that around some, I remember reading on Twitter or something somewhere before where someone was saying basically that they they capture all the nice things people say about them uh, and they save it in a folder or on a Pinterest page or something like that. And um, I thought that was a really nice idea because, yeah, you get nice feedback from people. Someone sends you a nice message on Slack or whatever, or reply, thanks very much and X, Y and Z or uh, even not so long ago, I remember someone was moving on to another company and he sent me like a really nice message privately that was like really like some of the nicest things, nice, some of the nicest compliments I've ever received actually. And I, you know, I'd like to keep mm -hmm. that. So I think it's a good idea to try and keep those positive moments and c keep them somewhere. And then, you know, if you're feeling a bit down or whatever, or even just, you know, you just want to have a look again, it's nice to remember things and go, wow, that was, 
yeah, there are moments that where you have an impact on people or mm-hmm. things are going going quite well. Yeah, just imagine like having those those like those positive things. I mean, it's obviously it's it's feeding like your own ego, I guess, in a way. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, like it's it's just good. It's just how we work. It's how we're it's how we're wired. Like if if you said to me, you know, Craig, you're you're one of my favorite people in the world. I would say, oh, wow, Tom, that, that's so nice. And I would write it down and I'd stick it <laughs> on the wall. And then every morning, just imagine I come here and see oh, Tom thinks I'm one of his favorite people in the world. That's uh, that's go. incredible. Like, d- despite all of the someday I'll say that to you. You know, <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep working <laughs> for that. Um, but uh, you know, even you know, bad things will happen. But to have those as reminders, um, obviously, like are are important. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Well, I, I think it's kind of like, from my perspective, it's kind of like like ego is definitely in there, right? But ego has a bad connotations. Everyone kind of just says like, don't have egos and stuff like that. But it's, I don't think it's, it's impossible yeah. for us to have no ego, right? There's, there's an ego yeah. there in, in some way or another. But I think it's also like, what what is the fuel that drives us? Do you know, so there's, mm-hmm. I know everyone's a bit different. I don't know, like from my perspective, like I, I like the idea of, of working on transformative projects, you know, starting somewhere and when you at towards the end or as you go along, you're making a big difference, right? So that's like the actual change, the actual improvement of things is a, is a motivator for me. But also, yeah, it's nice to be able to, you know, in the back of your mind, you're kind of like, and people will recognize this, you know, like mm-hmm. they'll, people won't, it's going to be hard not to go, this, well, this is a big change. Well done to the team, which, you know, you're part of the team as well. It can be thought of as a negative thing, but I, th- I think if it's just more fuel, you know, it's, it, it mm-hmm. helps the fuel you, keeps you energized and engaged and, and drives you forward, I think, to do, uh, to keep yeah. doing a good job. Yeah. Because it's been recognized. Yeah. I guess there's. I don't really see much of a negative uh, in this in this recognition of other people's. You know, obviously, like they can't. It can't be hollow. Uh, you can't be praising people for yeah for for not doing because then it'll all be seen as just oh that person likes to praise everybody. Yeah, for whatever. That's reason. important, actually. Yeah, um, should be sincere. Yeah, needs so to be sincere. Genuine. It needs yeah, to, it needs yeah, to feel sincere yeah. and genuine. Yeah. 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 So so actually, you know, in the, in the article, I pulled out. Um, a few of those kind of key moment creators. One of them is this recognition of others, um, but there are more. I'll just maybe kind of quickly mention each one and then if we have any thoughts on them. But yeah. uh, the first one is is breaking the script or one of them is breaking the script. Um, and this is just changing the day-to-day. So the monotony of the day, if you're able to uh, break that monotony with something different, mm. uh, it is it is a possible area that you can create, create moments. So, you know, you know, plan a plan a workshop to bring in new teams that have never really done something like that um you know that could be an opportunity to create a moment or think about how to change some repetitive meeting with some new activity that that gets everybody involved or makes it less boring things Mm. just whatever that is just about changing changing the monotony up yeah tripping over the truth is one you you know maybe have heard outside of the context of this book um but it's allowing people to to arrive at their own kind of uh, understanding of something. Maybe you've architected in a way and not not in a way that's sort of uh, manipulative, um, but in a way that sort of allows them to see uh, a new perspective by arriving at it themselves. So like um, if me and you had very different uh, kind of perspectives on some design, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, I was obviously right. Uh, <laughs> you were obviously wrong. <laughs> Um, and maybe I had, let's say in this scenario, you were wrong based on your kind of 
strong opinion that wasn't based in reality. I was right based on some grounding and, and reality and research <laughs> and things like that. But for me telling you, because you're such a stubborn, a stubborn mule, uh, <laughs> like that's not going to get you. That's not going to get you over the line. It's not going to get you to see see things. Just me telling you why you're wrong. Uh, if I create, if I sort of create an environment where you can arrive at that yourself, mm. uh, you know, it's obviously like there's a whole thing about in our family, at least about, I feel like my wife does it with me. I do it with her. We do it with our son, but like making the person think it's their idea and then they agree to it. Like I'm sure mm. this is a pretty common tactic, um, but it's essentially the same kind of idea is, uh, you know, creating the space for that person to find, find the truth. The idea is it is the truth. It's not manipulating them to find some yeah thing that just because you want it, i think that's know? important because it does sound like manipulation and i can feel like manipulation at times but in my experience when it works well is maybe that person just doesn't have the full picture so they're making a judgment on yeah, yeah. their perspective so by just putting the putting those perspectives in front of them they arrive yep. logically it's a logical uh, yep. conclusion that they're coming to and a lot of the time that's kind of yep. like based on like user insights maybe they're not thinking about you know that kind of thing so you kind of go well here's what our users actually need here's you know and then then it they're 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 kind of frame of mind changes a bit oh okay it's not about me it's not about this business need there is actually someone else yep. you know so x y and z so it's not yeah, yeah. i, I yeah, like to think exactly. that it's not it's not manipulating it's more like just like opening someone's eyes and taking them on the journey with you so you're you both arrive or everyone arrives logically at a at a solution yeah. that's optimal yeah yeah i think i think it's key the, the word truth in that tripping over the truth it's not trip over my opinion it's yeah. it's trip over the truth and truth has to be grounded in something something real and truth is a tough word now but but still it's like let's say it's based in some something a little more rigorous than i think this way yeah um, evidence-based yeah so that's yeah. one so evidence-based yeah um stretching for insight uh and this is this is one um it's really about kind of Encouraging people to go beyond maybe their comfort zone mm -hmm. uh, to, to stretch a little bit. You know, if you if you manage somebody or if you let's say if you work on another team of somebody and you see that they're sort of limited, they're limiting themselves maybe and they're not kind of pushing out, um, you know, allow them or try to try to create an environment where they can stretch or can kind of be comfortable stretching mm -hmm. beyond those bounds or even even kind of, you know, nudge them in that direction so that they they do stretch because, you know, once somebody stretches, and they're and they're successful in it, even if they fail. But whatever, if they're successful in it, um, that creates like huge memory. Like, oh, this was a time I went mm -hmm. from this level to this level because, you know, this person kind of nudged me, but I did it. You know, I, I moved to this level, mm -hmm. and like that's that's a transition. Like that could be a transition in their career from a, you know, from a mid level to a senior level yeah. or something. Yes, you know, yeah. who knows? Um, yeah, good points. Um, yeah. So the and the last one here is is about creating shared meaning. This may be kind of what I was referring to before with that that big two day event we we did. Mm. Um, but really, it's it's about you know uh, it's sort of a, a team or company culture kind of a thing. But it's creating kind of a coherence in that in that group. Yeah. Um, you know, you think of for example, kind of design principles. If we had a design team and I, you know, as as the the big boss came and said. These are our five design principles. Here they are documented, uh, you know, case closed. Yeah. It's a very different scenario than we're going to go on a journey together and create, figure out, investigate and, you know, hash out and try to understand what these principles should be and why should they be those things. Mm. Um, through that process, you're creating shared meaning and you're creating kind of investment from all of the individuals on that team to say, yeah, we actually 
give a shit about these. Like we actually care about these principles. Something like that is an example of, of potentially a way to create shared meaning, but that can be within your team, with other teams, really, you know, it's really just kind of a framework, a kind of bounds to think within. Um, where Where is meaning lacking mm. and where can you help create it as an individual yeah. uh, or as a team? So those are the those are the kind of high level things that I've extracted from the book that I think are kind of important for designers to be thinking about, thinking about impact in the places they work, um, you know, in addition to all of those other impacts of end products and all of this, this that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff there. I think um, I think there's a lot that people can actually use there and leverage. I, th- I think one of the things that I've had to kind of learn over time is, is trying to yeah, like think about it, bring the team along with you, bring people along with you. Don't just do a solo run because you can in, you can internally feel like you're hitting these things. And you're, you're, you know, you're, you're optimizing things or, you know, I think it's just it's always better when whoever the stakeholders are or whatever the team you're working on, if, they, if you have these kickoffs that everyone's on the same page, if you kind of like go along and, and basically remind you remind each other of what you're trying to do and, and it's a journey together really as opposed to several different people going in a similar direction but not really aligned because that's uh, alignment mm-hmm. is important i think so yeah good good points in there yeah. yeah i mean it's a topic i think is really interesting um i'd love to hear anybody's thoughts on it um their experiences on it i mean the main the main kind of closing word is just that like we said before these can be big things they can be little things they don't they don't require financial investment necessarily like they're just some of them are just kind of behavior changes or things to be aware of mm. um of how you can you can have have more impact on the environment in which you work but yeah cool i, I do suggest reading the book uh if, if this topic interests you uh, it's a good sounds a like good a good read. yeah um, i'll give it a go it's a memorable read oh very good very good <laughs> great stuff are we wrap it up there let's wrap it up i think i've talked enough today <laughs> okay so where can people find you online uh, I'm on Twitter at CP5446. That should be good. Cool. I'm, How about yourself, Tom? Yeah, Tom C. Design on Twitter. Uh, Tom Cunningham on, on LinkedIn as well. So we'll wrap it up there. So thanks very much for listening. As we usually say, if you can like and subscribe and, and share with any friends or colleagues that you think would be interested in what we talk about. And, and also reach out to us as well if you have some ideas around some topics that you'd like us to talk about as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be great to hear from, from everybody. Cool. All right. Thank thanks, you. Tom. Have a good one. Bye-bye. See you.